AMD stock price is down over 3.6% as I am recording after the company held its data center and AI event. But its competitors are seeing something else. NVIDIA is up roughly 3.9% and Intel is up roughly 2.5%. So should AMD investors be worried with what they presented or should the market really be more worried about its competitors like NVIDIA and Intel? Let's find out a little bit more in today's episode. So first, let's take a closer look at the CPU server side for AMD. And this is their bread and butter right now for the data center market, as we know. And their biggest competitor here is Intel. So AMD today announced two new CPUs. If you've been following this channel, obviously, these are not new. And if you follow AMD's roadmap, these are not new, but they kind of officially announced them. The first CPU is a cloud-native computing CPU that, is again, is meant for servers. This is Bergamo. And they kind of showcase how Bergamo is great for cloud-native computing. And they obviously showcase some benchmarks against one of the leading Intel Xeon 4th generation Sapphire Rapid CPUs. So they continue to showcase that, hey, look, Intel is out there, but look, we're doing this cloud-native a lot better. In certain of our workloads, you can even get 2.6% performance boost. They even kind of brought up some customers like Meta and kind of showcase, Meta showcased that, hey, they are going to continue to use AMD's kind of... Um, cloud native solutions because they are seeing great results especially as they have been working really well together in this form of partnership so in the data center first they talked about the first cpu which was more of a cloud native they also kind of talked about a second cpu and this is genoa x Um, this is more for technical computing and technical computing this is more for high performance solutions and usually these are things for like simulations for fluid dynamics for things like eda as well for certain types of simulation tasks and again amd comes out and showcases that hey for certain simulations things like open foam for example we outperform the competition by over two percent in certain workloads almost nearly three percent so obviously we are way better than intel so if we take a closer look at the cpu market which obviously like i mentioned their biggest competitor is intel i do believe that maybe intel investors at least for this generation understand that maybe their product is not the best um, compared to what's out there especially for niche markets like we saw amd kind of created some niche markets with kind of the cloud native infrastructure solution and also the technical computing solution so i think intel investors obviously should have something to worry about this generation but obviously this is a market that continues to evolve um, not a reason that i would kind of sell off these are things that have been known even intel corporations themselves has said that hey we might be losing right now but in the next give us a few years we're gonna gain back our our technology leadership right so even intel knows in my opinion this isn't something that should freak out intel investors now kind of moving on to the next topic they talked about they talked about the networking side and you might be like jose how does the networking side have to do with the data center and with ai and it has to do with a lot right this kind of uh, a lot of these networking solutions can kind of help with some of the bottlenecks that happen in certain accelerators like or, or, or certain workloads that happen in the cpu and can overall help increase efficiencies so amd showcased a robust networking portfolio including AMD. AMD's Pensando DPU, AMD's Ultra Low Latency NICs, and AMD's Adaptive NICs. AMD also highlighted the next generation of its DPU roadmap, codenamed Gigolo. 
which aims to bring enhanced performance and power efficiency to customers compared to current generation products when it's expected to be available by the end of 2023. So we can already see that AMD is releasing some more networking solutions by the end of the year. AMD also announced the AMD Pensanto software in Silicon Developer Kit, giving customers the ability to rapidly develop or migrate services to deploy on the AMD's Pensanto P4 programmable DPU in coordination with the existing rich set of features already implemented on the AMD Pensanto platform. So I do believe this is a huge market and here they kind of showcase what's happening in the cloud overhead challenge. Here we can see a CPU resource, right? The green is the workload. The red is the overhead and this overhead is certain workloads that shouldn't be done there, right? So this is what the cloud native, uh, this is what a DPU does. It kind of clears off that overhead. So it makes sure that the CPU only does workloads that it intends to do and overall helps with the efficiency. So AMD, like we saw, they did announce the P4 DPU architecture. They do mention it's the world's most intelligent DPU. What a great thing is they made it programmable. And this is really good because it allows them to hit different markets with it. First, they talk about how they're going to make these AMD Pensando smart NIC cards or smart network interface cards to kind of create their own solutions. This is very similar to NVIDIA. NVIDIA has their Bluefield data processing unit, which obviously uses their cheap uh, their their chiplet system, but AMD also announced another solution. They said that they're partnering up with HPE Aroba to create smart switches using AMD's DPU solutions. And you know who else has smart switches? NVIDIA, thanks to their acquisition of Mellanox, NVIDIA does have smart switches, just like the infinite band switch. So we can see, even though AMD might not be trying to compete directly, maybe they don't have the true resources like NVIDIA, where they're going to go out there and par purchasing a networking card. They're really trying to partner up with other players out there to kind of hit in certain markets that NVIDIA might already be into. And I think this is a smart play, right? It's definitely a smart play because it kind of, sh it, you might not get the full benefit obviously if you own a company you get a lot of more of the results and maybe a lot more of the talents and a lot more of the ip um, which allows you to win a little bit more but with this partnership amd is like hey maybe i don't have to go out there and spend tons and tons of money acquiring a networking company maybe let me just work with one of them and still get that exposure and that market opportunity out there and also get my products named um, showcased right so i think this was a really great move um Obviously, uh, I mean, I want to say Mellanox is an amazing team. The, the Pensando team is also an amazing team. So we're going to have to see how this progresses. But the networking side, in my opinion, is one that gets not talked about much, but it's definitely very, very important, especially for things like data centers and AI. Now I want to take a closer look at the AI side of this presentation. This is probably going to be the second half of this show, but if you are enjoying the episode so far, make sure to hit the thumbs up as it does help me grow my overall audience. Make sure to hit the subscribe button. I'm trying to hit 30,000 subs by the end of the year, and I would really appreciate it. Finally, if you want to learn more about the semiconductor market, I do have an electrical engineer master's background. I worked in the field and I do have a membership, so make sure to join. And finally, I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. And check out fool.com slash Jose for the 10 best stocks to buy now. With that link, you get a promotional offer for the subscription service. Now, let's continue with today's episode. All right, so now back to the episode. So we can see AMD believes that the compounded annual growth rate for data centers AI accelerators is expected to grow at a 50% 50, 50 compounded annual growth rate till 2027. 
I think this is insane. Right now, that market is roughly $30 billion. They expect that to be roughly $150 billion in the next five, four years, right? And I do believe this is one of the main reasons NVIDIA has won dramatically and has increased um, their market cap so big because they are the big player here, right? If we take a closer look at AI servers, there have been there have been research by TrendForce that mentioned that roughly 80% of the market shares in AI accelerators is, is usually run by NVIDIA. So obviously, if the market is expected to grow this fast, this is really, really great news for NVIDIA. Obviously, it's also great news for second place like AMD. But is AMD really going to be second place? Um, they, they kind of showcase that, hey, we, we are here in the AI market. We've been here before. They kind of talk about how their data center solutions, both CPUs and GPUs, are, are found in some of the top performing um, Super 500 computers. For example, Frontier is the number one supercomputer, and both their GPU and CPU are in that system. We have Lumini, Lumi, which is number three. We have Explorer, which is number 11. So we can see AMD's hardware are definitely not something to reckon with, right? If you're the number one system, number three or number 11 in the top 500, you're definitely showcasing that your hardware is definitely something to not mess around with. Um, but before we take a closer look at some of the hardware, one of the big push here is software. And that is where NVIDIA has really won the market. They have created kind of that CUDA software early in 2011, have really kind of developed it over time. Like I mentioned, they're also a huge kind of market share leader in the AI space. So most companies, when they create some form of software, they want to optimize it with the kind of GPU hardware that's ruling the case. So right now, NVIDIA is definitely winning in this software market, which is very, very important because software really drives hardware. So AMD is showcasing that, hey, we're pushing our software ecosystem and we're making great partnerships. They did mention that AMD showcased the Rockham software ecosystem for data center accelerators, highlighting the readiness and collaborations with industry leaders to bring together an open eye software ecosystem. And what I thought was pretty interesting, they brought two amazing players from the AI space. First is Hugging Face. This is a huge Huge, huge player in open platform for AI builders. They announced that they will optimize thousands of Hugging Face models on AMD platforms from AMD Instincts Accelerators to AMD Ryzen, AMD Epic Processors, AMD Radeon GPUs, and their other kind of system on chips um, like their FPGAs and other types of adaptive processors. So we can see that all the, the big players like Hugging Face are really trying to create this open system where it's not just a one market NVIDIA type of play. We also saw PyTorch, that PyTorch is working with AMD as well to kind of have day zero support for PyTorch 2.0 and all of AMD's Instincts accelerators as well. And this might not be the first time if you have been following this channel, you might have known that Meta, one of the founders of PyTorch, which is this huge, huge framework for AI, did mention in early, uh, in late 2022 that one of the biggest issues right now is that there was really just a one-player space in the accelerator NVIDIA. And if you wanted to kind of shift case, shift to another GPU or another vendor, it was very difficult. So Meta Platforms and PyTorch have been working on, on a software side to kind of make it a lot easier to transfer between GPUs. So it does seem like the software market is also trying to kind of 
get into this open ecosystem and bring a lot of different competition. At the end of the day, right, it's better to have more than one player in the space, especially if you're a software developer, just because if there might be a bottleneck in one side, you're able to kind of get the hardware and the other. And at the end of the day, this is really, really good news for AMD as they are getting this kind of help from all these other companies and it might kind of create a little bit of a weakness for Nvidia I still believe Nvidia continues to showcase strength here but if I just full disclosure I am both an investor of AMD and Nvidia Nvidia is my number one position AMD is my number two position so I'm always in a very tricky place right now I do believe Nvidia continues to be the leader but but AMD is definitely announcing some amazing plays that really can push it to go a lot better. And we have seen that AMD really did a, a number on Intel, right? So if I was to say, hey, can they do a number on NVIDIA? NVIDIA may be a little bit more eye-worthy or might be a little bit more focused than Intel was when AMD came out. Um, but definitely, I wouldn't rule out against AMD continuing to put a lot and a lot of pressure on NVIDIA. So next, I want to take a closer look at the MI300. So the company did announce a few new solutions. They announced the MI300. They announced that this comes in different flavors. There's going to be the MI300X Accelerator, which is pretty much just a GPU system. They also announced the MI300A, which is a mixture of a CPU and a GPU. And they also announced the MI300, um, the, the Instinct, uh, Inf Instinct Accelerator System. I forget what it's called. Let me see. The Instinct Platform. And let me kind of showcase those a little bit right now. So first, they showcased the AMD Instinct MI300. A. This is the world's first APU, so it's going to be a CPU plus a GPU that are sharing memory. This is going to be very close to NVIDIA's Grace, uh, Grace Hopper. The Grace Hopper is a mixture of a CPU and a GPU, right? I, I do want to say they are hitting different markets, so I really wouldn't compare them um, side by side, but it definitely kind of showcased how the market is kind of creating this unified solution, and we don't know where we're going to go in the future. The second thing that they mentioned was the AMD Instinct MI300X, and this is going to be a full GPU system. This is not going to have a CPU or a GPU. This is going to be a full uh, a full GPU, and this is going to combat against uh, Nvidia's H100, right? The Hopper, the Hopper H100 Hopper GPU series. And AMD does mention that one great thing about the MI300X is that it has a lot more memory. It has roughly 2.4 times the high bandwidth with memory density compared to the NVIDIA H100 and about 1.6 times faster high bandwidth memory bandwidth. And that's very, very important, especially for things like large language models. They do mention if you can go with the MI300X, the H, uh, this you would actually need less MI300X um, compared to an H100 system, which would kind of save you in total cost of ownership. So in theory, it's smarter to go with the MI300X versus the H100X. And to my surprise, I would have thought that this would have caused NVIDIA stock price to go down because I, I would be saying, hey, competition is really, really strong out here. Obviously, we have to remember that first-party data is... It's just that, right? First-party data. So we would definitely have to take a closer look at maybe third-party results later on in the future. But I do want to say that one of the reasons that NVIDIA, I believe, stock price didn't drop or actually increase was because they did announce that a lot of these products are not 
in full production right now. The MI300A, which is the CPU and the GPU, is sampling now. And the MI300X, which is the full GPU, is sampling in quarter three of this year. And they don't mention that full production is going to happen until the fourth quarter. So that's roughly six months from now where full production is going to happen. So in that time frame, NVIDIA can continue, continue to grab market share and continue to be a leader. So, I mean, this was all known. We all knew that the fourth quarter was when the MI, MI300 was going to come out. I guess investors were hoping for maybe an earlier turnaround due to the overall market. Uh, but we could see that AMD maybe did not meet the expectations there. And that's why NVIDIA is kind of showcasing the strength. NVIDIA's H100 came out about a year ago, right? So it's taken. It's going to take AMD almost a full year for them to kind of come up with something better. And in my opinion, NVIDIA will have something within a year from there that would again trample the MI300X. So it does seem like AMD, at least in the GPU side, is kind of lagging in, in technology by at least a year. And this alone is kind of giving the strength for NVIDIA to continue to dominate this space, right? Obviously, that can change as things continue to progress. But at the moment, we definitely see NVIDIA at least be technology leader a year in ahead. Another thing that I found pretty interesting is AMD announced the AMD Instinct platform, which is an industry standard design where it's going to make it easier for for these supercomputers and high performance uh, and these cloud service providers to kind of update their systems. uh, This is powered by eight times MI300X. This is like a weaker side of like the DGX H100. The DGX H100 um, is a full system, which includes like switches, which includes CPUs and other kind of solutions. Um, This is only just the GPU side. So it does seem like AMD is trying to push a little bit more into that infrastructure market. Again, NVIDIA does this a lot better um, but it does seem like right now amd is trying to take a lot and a lot of pages from nvidia's market we saw them really take that page from the melanox and the dpu and the networking side we saw them really take that page from the software side we see them take that page from the gpu side and now we're seeing them take that page from the infrastructure side so right now i do want to say amd is lagging but amd is a company that has showcased that they can definitely continue to push forward so me as an Nvidia Nvidia investor, I wouldn't say I'm worried at the moment, but as an AMD investor, it gets me very excited to see how much this company is planning to progress um, in the next few years or so. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I personally enjoy AMD at a $200 billion market cap. I do believe this can be a great winner thanks to the AI space. Um, Nvidia, even though continues to run up, is my number one position. I personally wouldn't buy at these levels unless they're very small dollar cost averaging position. Intel, on the other hand, I have no position in. I definitely can see why investors would be excited. But this is a company that has a little bit more risk, in my opinion, especially with the foundry and a lot more debt that they have to focus in certain technological innovations. So take care. Have a good day and see you next time.